This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Today's show comes from January the 5th, 2016. Doubleheader for you. Greg and Anella Kelso from Snake River Farms. They are going to catch up on Snake River Farms pork. Let's get right into it. Here is Greg and Anella from January the 5th, 2016. I mean, what the F is a pork collar? Is that like something that you wear out to the clubs and you can find on button-down shirts? I mean, I've never heard of a pork collar, but it sounds great. It is hands down probably one of my favorite products that we sell out of everything. It's a center-cut Boston butt, essentially. Wow. And it is our, I mean, we're going to talk pork, so you'll, I mean, we'll talk about about, you know, the Karabuda and the hogs and what makes them different. But this collar is just phenomenal. It, it is the most marbled, delicious piece of porky goodness you will ever have. Uh, so let's go ahead and, and get at the, the pork side of stuff. As I mentioned at the top, Anella, we talked uh, a lot about the Wagyu stuff last time that you were on. Uh, but there is, you know, another side of the business, which is pork and, and then the double R ranch meats as well, if we have time tonight. Um, I don't know if you see a lot of Wagyu talk and you can do a lot of research on it and it's it's really buzzy out there and not only the, the competition side of things, but it's becoming more backyard as well. And I don't know mm-hmm. if, you know, Berkshire or, or Carabuda or, or, you know, the heritage breed stuff as is as prevalent or on the tongue of the consuming public as the Wagyu stuff is. So I really kind of wanted to, to dig down into that. So I guess from a high level, what you get at the grocery store pork that way versus what you guys are offering. If you could just kind of, you know, separate out the, the features and, and the benefits and, and what makes your pigs what they are. So our, our hogs are all 100% Berkshire hogs. And so when you talk about like the heritage breeds and the different, um, you know, like Wagyu is a big thing now in barbecue and is, are the heritage breed pork and hogs coming on? I think definitely so. I think you definitely saw it this year with Compart. Um, you know, they do Duroc and you see it all over all the posts and the forums and everywhere that they're using Wagyu beef and they're using Duroc pork. Um, we honestly don't recommend our hogs for competition. And I'll talk, I'll talk a little bit to that as to why, um, as far as eating there, it's the best pork you're ever going to have. In my opinion, obviously I'm a little bit biased, but, um, Berks are, or Berkshire hogs, they date back over 300 years. They were fat, you know, discovered in Reading, England. There's the beautiful story that goes behind them regarding the British Royals maintained the Berks and, um, you know, they were first exported to the U S in um, the 1800s and, um, to be considered a Korobuda or black hog, um, it's considered the equivalent to Kobe beef. And so it became prized and called like the Kurabuda and Black Hog because of that, because the the marbling and everything that you see in the Kurabuda pork is similar to what you see in Kobe beef. And anyone who doesn't think so 
just needs to check it out and slice one op- slice something open and you'll see it. Um, a lot of time, like when you, well, I mean, pork in and of its own was, has been dubbed the other white meat. You know, it's the other white meat. It's not chicken. Our pork doesn't even look white. It looks red. I mean, it looks, it's, it's the Kobe beef. It's the Kobe of pork. Um, in 99, it was mandated that to call it Korobuta pork, it had to be purebred Berkshire. It could only be purebred, 100% Berkshire hogs. And our hogs are all of that. Um, they are genetics, gener- the genetics date back to the Shire of Burke. And I mean, and you, you can find, we have a ton of information on our website. So if you really want to read like the history and all that kind of stuff, it's all there. And, you know, you can read about it, everything. Our ancestries are all filed with the North American Berkshire Association. But what makes it different is that it's, we use no hormones or growth promotants. Um, ractopamine is kind of a big thing in hogs and we don't use anything like that. Um, they're, everything's slow fed. So just like our Wagyu's are fed, up to three times longer than commodity cattle. Our hogs are fed about 10% longer than commodity pork. We have a small family uh, of network of co-op farms that are in the Midwest and now actually in Idaho too. So we have Northwest and Midwest farms that are growing our hogs for us. Uh, We don't use gestation crates. Everything meets the standards for marbling and meat color, which means the marbling has to be higher. The meat color has to be redder. And it just puts out a super consistent, tender, and flavorful product. Can you tell me, you'd mentioned Duroc, and then, so Duroc and Berkshire are two different uh, heritage breeds then? Am I understanding that right? Okay, so... As someone who's probably done their due diligence and, and tasted, and as you said, you're biased, which I understand. Like, wh- what's the, where are the palate differences between a, a Duroc and a, and a Berkshire pork in your estimation? You know, when you really start getting into, when you really start getting into um, the taste levels and the tenderness levels and the difference, especially in heritage breeds, um, there a lot of times you really, you can't you can't tell a huge difference from breed to breed, but you can in the, in the Berkshires. So we ranked Berkshire hogs and Corabuda pork in general, not just snake river farms, but Berkshire hogs ranked number one in 19 out of 23 sensory characteristics tests with the, um, national pork board. And it's, it goes into like pH levels and firmness and meat color and the quality of the, the loins when they're cooked. And it's just a different, it's just a different taste. It's like when you're eating the difference, you know, when you have a choice steak and then you have a, you know, American Kobe steak or a Wagyu steak, you can taste that difference. And, um, with any kind of, you know, heritage breed, you're going to taste a difference. With the Berkshire brand, with the Berkshire breed, you're going to really taste the difference. And you're going to see the difference. I mean, like I said, when you cut a chop and it looks pink, it looks red, it's, you know, you're getting something different. In regards, so, uh, you know, it almost sounds like from being able to, you know, the genetics and the, the history that you have, it's almost like this pork is in ways like uh, varietals of, of grapes that you would find like, you know, tracking, uh, uh, you know, a French wine back to, you know, the Rhone region or, or something along those lines. Well, certainly. And it's the, you know, it's the same way with the, you know, we get a lot of people that, well, you can't call your beef Kobe beef. Well, we don't 
call our beef Kobe beef. It's American Kobe beef, but we can trace the genetics clear back to Kobe. Just like this, we can trace our genetics back to um, the Berkshire, you know, areas in in England. And so it's just something that we, we work really hard. Um, it's not big factory farms. It's, you know, we know who our growers are. It's very similar to our beef programs. Um, you know, we're farm to finish and we are involved in every uh, process, every step that, that is taken in our processing. Our processing plant for our hogs is in Twin Falls, Idaho. It's about uh, two hours south of me here in Boise. And it's a family operation that's been operating since, I mean, as long as I can remember. I grew up in that area. So it's all, it's all very family oriented. And, you know, we work really hard to just make sure that that product is going to be quality product day in, day out. In regards to the the taste and everybody's palate is a little bit different but from commodity pork as you had mentioned it to you know somebody getting you know a, a chop or a ham or, or ribs or whatever um h- how are you able to quantify the the difference on the palate um i think that it, it's so hard to explain like when when people call me and they say i mean i get asked all the time what's your favorite steak what's your favorite thing yeah. what would you order if you were ordering today and I talk, you know, I talk about our beef and our beef is amazing, but I always go back to our pork. And um, I should have sent you a picture so you could so you could pop it up there. Uh, we have a picture of our pork collar um, that is it looks like beef when you slice into it. It has that palate taste. You know, it's it's really tender. It's really flavorful. You don't have to worry about covering it up with something. Like a lot of times when you cook pork, people cover it up with stuff. And with this, you don't have to. To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. That's absolutely right. That's how you get a hold of me. You can also get a hold of Greg at greg at the bbqcentralshow.com if you got something to say. Let us know what's going on. Are you out there? You liking it? You hating it? Love to hear from you. Always love to hear from you. I'm just going to go right ahead and jump into the second segment. Let's carry on with Greg and Anella Kelso from January the 5th, 2016. Like a lot of times when you cook pork, people cover it up with stuff. And with this, you don't have to. Anella Kelso joining me here on the show. Um, Perhaps a, a better question that I should have asked is, you go to the website and you see, look, uh, I mean, w- when you're doing it the way you're doing it and you're taking the care that you're doing it and, and you're doing the processes that you're doing, you know, there's an inherent cost that goes into that. So that's obviously going to translate onto the price point side of things. So when people go in and they see, you know, X amount for a ham versus a $20 ham, yeah. while it should organically go, well, something's obviously different and it's not going to be worse for X amount more money. The American way is I'm a cheap bastard and, uh, you know, I want to get the best for as little as possible. So when people go, oh, my God, well, I can buy a a ham or, you know, whatever these ribs for this much in the grocery store, you're able to kind of lead them up to uh, the caribou because of what you guys are doing out there in the field and, and how you're raising them and all this other stuff, correct? That, yeah, that and it just tastes better. 
it's if you ever want to if you ever want to kill uh, if you have a few minutes to kill and you want a good you know smile go out and read our reviews on our bone-in karabuda hams i mean we have people that legitimately when we were when we were approving them we were like we can't put this up and we're like well yeah we're going to put it up but people comparing them to you know paintings in the sistine chapel people who tell us they have vegetarian friends who they didn't care they still ate ham you know they ate this ham um we've kind of become known on the today show uh, with Al Roker. He has loved our products forever. And so it's kind of jokingly called the Roker ham because he always talks about it on the show. And um, he gives, he actually gifts hams to all of his friends and families for, for Christmas. And so, um, yeah, see, you start scrolling through and you're going to see that pork collar picture. I'll tell you exactly which one. You'll know which one it is when you see it. Um, it's, it's like on a white background and it's just marbled. And so when people ask me, you know, is it worth, is it worth the money? It's the same thing I say when you ask about our steaks. Yeah, you can get a really great steak at the grocery store and you're going to go home and you're going to cook it and you're going to enjoy it. You're, you're going to get good pork at the grocery store. You're going to go home. You're going to enjoy it. This is just so much better. Yeah, and, you're going to uh, enjoy it more. The good news is I went to snakeriverfarms.com, and uh, I actually have a picture of the pork collar up. And you're right. I mean, it does look like uh, a steak or, or, or a beef cut. It's crazy. Yeah, and if you actually, if you can, there's like multiple pictures of that pork collar there that you can scroll through and check out. And um, they are, it's just, it's different. Oh, my. And so... It's my, that's a, that's a great sandwich, but that one, and then there's one more. They are just. Yeah, that looks like the Kobe beef. It does. (laughs) And and look at that. That's, that right there is my favorite picture. And when people ask me about our pork, that's the one I get pumped about. I'm like, look at this picture. It is, they look like steaks. It looks like carpaccio. I mean, it, it just is different. And you don't get that in the grocery store. You don't see that in the grocery store. If you saw that under pork in the grocery store, you wouldn't buy it. Yeah, absolutely. It would uh, it would blow your mind, or you would think that the butcher has probably mislabeled it. Uh, undoubtedly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Anella Kelso joining me here on the show. Uh, so let's go over quickly the um, the different pork options as far as cuts that uh, Snake River Farms is offering right now. So we, we have a lot of different cuts. I mean, we have the same cuts that you're going to see on, on commodity hogs. Um, we have, and like I said, I'll talk just a second, if you don't mind about like the whole barbecue thing and why we don't recommend the, yeah. we don't recommend our ribs for competition barbecue. Obviously the pork collars, you'll see it in the comments are straight up illegal. You can't <laughs> use them in comps. And so, um, but they're just, the, the heritage breeds are smaller hogs. And so when you, when you bring commodity hogs to market, they're just much heavier. They're much bigger. Heritage breeds are not. And we've chosen to bring ours at a smaller weight because the meat is so much better. Um, I was actually talking to our pork program manager today, like, I got to do this show. I need, I need a little bit more info. And he just said, that's a lot of what it is, is that when, when Burke's put on weight, they don't put it on in, you know, the ribs don't get bigger and those kind of things. And so it's a matter of, they, they're smaller. The ribs are smaller. Do they taste great? Yeah, they're phenomenal. Do they look great in a comp box? Yeah, probably not so much. But we have a lot of options. Um, I mean, we have your regular, we have pork chops, we have um, hams, we have tenderloins. The collar is probably my favorite porky option. Um, and we have a, what it's called a curabuda pork loin roast. It's a uh, um, center cut, 
loin roast that you can pop in your oven and it's done in an hour and a half and it's delicious. Uh, we have the best bacon ever in the history of the world. And again, I'm a little bit biased, but, um, we have really great, um, crown roasts. We have prime rib of porks that the chine bones have been removed so they can easily be sliced into double cut chops. If you're interested in doing that, um, we, we offer the full line. We have boneless and bone in hams. We don't do a spiral cut. Um, but we have boneless and bone in and our hams are by far one of our most popular items on the website. Yeah, um, and, and I have to say, and uh, Travis Clark is, is weighing in as well, saying that the the ham that he got was amazing, and and I got one too, and and I have to tell you, it was so. We sat down, the five of us, uh, so I got a wife and, and three girls, so, you know, enough man in the house, evidently, because I'm just surrounded by, I'm a man on an island in Ella over here. So we cooked it, and we're eating it, and we're like, wow, this is really good. We, we're not really big ham eaters, so it's not like we had just had one to compare it to, and we're all like, yeah, man, this is good, but is it that good? And so we're trying to, to be a little bit reserved, and then the next week I went out and I got a ham from the grocery store, and I cooked it the same way. And halfway through it, the girls, I'm, I'm, they got up and they left the table. They're like, no, this is not it. It had dried out. It was it was nowhere near as tasty. And uh, the bottom line is um, now the girls expect me to, to drop 150 bucks on a ham because it's so friggin' good. And I'm like, girls, you're going to have to get used. This is like special event ham. They're like, every day has got to be a special event because we can't go back to eating what you just put on the plate. I mean, you spoil people, I think. We really do, and, and we get that a lot from people, and they'll say, you know, this is, once they have it, they'll say, I'm never, I can't go back. I'm, I'm not, and, you know, I think, Trav, I think Travis actually um, did his sous vide or something like I, that's that. That's what and, I did. I did sous vide for like uh, yeah. 15 hours at 140 degrees or whatever, because that's how uh, Darren Worth had told me uh, how he was doing it, and man, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's the biggest thing. Anytime anybody ever says, you know, oh, what makes your pork so different? I mean, there people, because people really do, they look at, you know, they're like, it's pork. How can pork be that different? Right. It's that different. Right. And we don't do anything fancy to those hams. I mean, we hardwood, you know, old recipe, hardwood smoke, and, you know, and you don't have to do a glaze. I mean, there's some cool glazes and stuff that you can do with them, um, but you don't really have to do anything, and they're just phenomenal. And everything's that same way. The crown roast, um, Sterling Ball did one of the crown roasts, I think, for Christmas as well, and I saw pictures over Christmas, and it just looked phenomenal. Our pork shoulders are massive. They, I mean, they're like a 14 pound pork shoulder. So it's a lot of work when you're, when you're doing a whole shoulder and most people don't do that for comps, um, et cetera. But yeah, I've been, Travis has actually been buying the pork collars forever. He got like a killer deal one time where I don't know how he swung it, but he got like four of them for 40 bucks or something like that. And has let me know about that all the time, but yeah, they're just really great. It's just a really great product. And I really can't say any, I mean, I really, when, until you taste it, you don't know the difference. That's right. And I think if you go out, this this is one, there's a lot of things out there in, in the barbecue world that you are a, a little 
hesitant on pulling the trigger on. But once you do, you're like, wow, I can't believe I waited this long. And so let me push you over the edge and say this is absolutely one of them, uh, whether it's the beef, uh, and I've had the pork and, and the ham specifically. So uh, this is definitely something that you, that you want to try. And we're talking with Anella Kelso from Snake River Farms. Again, the website, snakeriverfarms.com. Greg is absolutely 100% correct. He told me years ago that that ham was life-changing. I got one. It has been our family's Christmas ever since, and it is amazing. You will not eat another ham afterwards, or at least you won't eat it the same. Unpaid endorsement right there. Hey, before I get out, I want to remind you, head on over to thebbqcentralshow.com if you'd like to hear the rest of this show. While you're there, please subscribe to the Barbecue Central Show via podcast. Never miss an episode of this show or the really big Barbecue Central show again. Thank you so much for listening today. Until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.